Wouldn't you like to go to Kitty Heaven? <laughs> it depends what you mean by that. Kitty Heaven could be a strip club name. Kitty Heaven. Hey, everybody. It's two for one night at Kitty Heaven. And you get there and it's actually cats and it's like, yay! <laughs> You're just throwing dollar bills at cats <laughs> all night. Making it rain, catnip. Yeah, exactly. Can I get a lap dance from you? Well, sure. <laughs> Cat lap dances are the best. Yeah, actually, I'm actually now. I think we need to quit doing trivia and open <laughs> the Kitty Heaven Strip Club. This is good. This is good. Coming up the stage and the lovely murder face. Murder face to the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. And we are at episode 41. 41. 41. Uh, and uh, we're back after taking a little uh, holiday Thanksgiving break. How was your Thanksgiving? It was great and wonderful and yes. fun. Did you, uh, like me, uh, gain like 70,000 pounds of stuffing and turkey? Um, more just like 50,000. Oh, that's the, your, <laughs> your restraint is noted and approved. I was actually quite good on the pre-dinner snacking. That's a tough Everybody one. was snacking a lot and I was like, I'm saving myself for those mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah. I, my family used to do a full on like pre Thanksgiving spread of like olives and crackers and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff, which I love. We didn't do that, so my pre-snacking was just what I could find in the refrigerator, <laughs> which I found quite a bit. Like some so, of the cat food. And- <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it's some little friskies, little crunchies. Um, well, we have a lovely show for you today. We are back in the lovely East Lake neighborhood, uh, recording at a friend's apartment. So, uh, and I don't think we saw a bunch of construction people out there today. So, I think we'll probably be construction noise free. Knock on wood. First of all, uh, I had a had a gentleman at the Berliner come up to me and thank you and thank me, but mostly thank you for your Canadian hockey updates. Uh, really likes the fact that we talked about the most valuable Canadian a few weeks back. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this would be a good time for Monica's Montreal Canadian Update. Yes, go Yuppie. So how did <laughs> they played last night. Okay. And they won. Congratulations. Six to three. Ooh, okay. I had to leave a little bit early yeah. to do the Pono Ranch thing, but the last time I saw the score, it was five to two. And then I found out that they won six to three. Nice. 
And there was a moment when they scored the second goal where I could see them like setting it up and could see exactly what they were trying to do. And then they did it. And I was like, I'm watching hockey and I understand what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) It was really exciting and fun. It is an amazing moment when you can like visualize a sport. Like I remember getting that way with football finally, where it's like, oh, they're about to do a thing. And then (laughs) they do that thing. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm a genius. (laughs) Yeah. I'm enjoying this now on a very personal level of, of <laughs> yeah. self-congratulations. That's kind of what it was like. Yeah. Like, I could totally see them setting that up and knew exactly what they were going to do when they did it. Well, we're definitely going to keep the uh, Montreal Canadian updates coming uh, throughout uh, hockey season. So, mm-hmm. so keep on them. Uh, what do you have to share? I believe it is a mistakes were made nobody's nervous yes yes I, I i always fear these it was the it was during our lightning round and it was a question for me and i gave an answer and you said that you would accept it yes it was melanin oh right the gray hair and you yeah. said melatonin which is a hormone that makes you fall asleep Oh, right, right, so right. So I was wrong. I shouldn't have gotten that point. Well, we uh, subtract it. Uh, you're so, Posthumously. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> After that podcast had died, we take that point away. But uh, we appreciate your honesty. Yeah. And you're fired. Oh. Well, I'm fired for giving you the point. So, um, Also, this is a good time, and uh, this is the first week we're going to start putting this on the website The Winter Classic Tournament is upon us, and it is coming up fast. Is it really? Yeah, it's going to start the second week of January, and uh, I have already people talking about it, asking me about it. Um, So when you go to quizfix.net, sometime this week there will be a section talking about the the, uh, tournament, what you need to do uh, to put your teams together, how it works. If you didn't play last time, uh, get some primers on that. We're also keeping the summer invitational stuff up so you can kind of see how it worked out and who won and who you should be gunning for uh, in this uh, upcoming tournament. But Mm. uh, people are asking. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're still trying to figure out when the finals and where the finals are going to be. But we'll hopefully get that uh, squared away uh, fairly soon. Well, we have some time. We do have some time. You... Have a month to prepare your teams. Right. Yeah, start choosing your friends and who's the <laughs> smartest and all that sort of stuff because uh, you don't want somebody dragging you down. And the... you have, like, way more nights now. Yeah. So it's like there is going to be some competition. Yeah, it's going to be widespread. We might be adding two more places by the end of the year. Um, I'll have more news about that hopefully in the next week or so. So, yeah, this is going to be, this is not just going to be just a few places, a few teams. This is going to be citywide, nationwide, well, uh, statewide. Nationwide. <laughs> Two counties wide. We'll we'll say that. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So start putting your teams together. Start thinking about uh, all that stuff. And we'll have more information as we get closer to it. Are you ready to play the podcast game? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play. Knowledge talk. Knowledge talk. Let me 
it's time for the lightning round. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm going to ask Monica five questions. She, in turn, is going to ask me five questions. We are going to give five answers. They may be right answers. They may be wrong answers. Frequently, we give wrong answers, but that's okay. <laughs> it's pretty frequent. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you get to listen to what uh, two uh, seasoned trivia uh, hosts can do with their own knowledge. What is your round for me this week? So I am writing around about potatoes for next week. Delicious. So you got five questions about potatoes. Good. Also, if you come to a Tuesday night trivia, you'll probably know some of these answers. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I am uh, giving you a round on the letter X. All of your answers will either begin or end with the letter X. Exciting. Yes. Exciting and new. Which doesn't actually begin with the letter. No, it's yes. <laughs> We're both fired. One more time. All right. Would you like to go first or would you like to go second? Or would you like me to stop asking you that question on every podcast? Uh, every podcast. Yes. I'll go first. All right. Here we go with the lightning round. More or less than 10 pounds. The Guinness World Record for the heaviest potato. Ooh. Can you imagine going to a restaurant and they have like a 10-pound russet? <laughs> How much sour cream and chives would you need? 10 pounds as well, Exactly. Please. Yes, yes. Oh, now I'm hungry. Uh, I'm going to say more. It's less. Oh. It's eight pounds, four ounces. Oh, potato. I saw a picture of it, and it's like a big potato with like several little potato heads growing off oh, of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sort of disappointed in the potato not being bigger. <laughs> a little disappointed Maybe I should have said more or less than five pounds, and then you would have been like, eight pounds, that's a big potato. Yeah, well. Because well. <laughs> <laughs> that's how yeah. you talk. Yes, because that's how that's that's how you talk. Big <laughs> potato. I'm really good at impressions. We were just having an off mic conversation about how our voices on the podcast and how it's weird to hear your voices. It is weird. Yeah, but it's even weirder when you say things like. <laughs> Crying. <laughs> I don't know why I said First that. First question, and we're already <laughs> dissolving into madness. Usually, lightning round, we get at least to like the third or fourth question before this happens. Nope, I'm done. All right, uh, question number one for you. What <laughs> object's name comes from the Greek words meaning wooden sound? Uh, xylophone? Xylophone is correct. Okay. Well done. Excellent. Yeah, I love a good xylophone. That's a big xylophone. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. The top vegetable crop in the U.S. Idaho grows the most potatoes. Which state is second? Which state second in potato growth. I'm going to say Washington State. You are right. Yay. Uh, number two <laughs> for you. Before texting and emailing, some businesses had printers 
set up on a worldwide network, which could send and receive printed messages. What was this network called? Oh, I don't know. X Factor <laughs> is not the X Factor uh, singing television show. Oh, that is a show. Uh, it is a Telex. That telex. doesn't start with X. As I said at the beginning, all answers begin <laughs> or end with the letter X. Oh, end. Yes, that whole end word. Yes, the Telex. So they could, yeah, they could yeah, just I send a message. Known that anyway. They just send the message out there, and it prints off on a little printer, and that's how they would get it. Kind of like early fax machines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or later fax machines. I don't know if this was before or, or after faxes. I believe it was after. Probably. Faxes were pretty early, weren't they? Faxes were very, like, strangely early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like early 20th century invention. Yeah. Yeah. Number three. Caused by a disease traced back to Central America. What led to Ireland's population falling by 25% in the mid-1800s? Is that the potato famine? It is. But I think mostly in Ireland they call it the Great Famine. Yeah. That's a pretty good famine. (laughs) (laughs) I almost spit coffee out. That was so close. Yeah, I should have been watching for your... uh for your drinking actions there. I'm sorry about that. I imagine if I just sprayed coffee <laughs> all over the microphone. Well, floor. I'm more worried about like the furniture in this <laughs> apartment that's not ours. <laughs> that's true. That we're borrowing for the day. Thank you, Andy. Thanks, Andy. Uh, question number three for you. What breakfast cereal introduced in 1945 originally offered three flavors? Orangey orange, raspberry red, and lemony yellow. Breakfast cereal? Yeah. Is it tricks? It is tricks. Yay! I can only think of two other breakfast cereals that ended X. Chex. Yeah. And Weetabix. Which is like a shredded wheat thing. Oh. Other than that, that's bit. But if you can think of any others... Uh, I was yeah, never... Chex was my first thought, but... It doesn't really have like fruity flavor. No, they're they're like wheat, corn, and grain flavors. There's a really big bag of Chex Mix over there if you want it. We'll be uh, taking a break now because <laughs> I'll get into some Chex Mix. <laughs> okay. Oh, not so much into the tricks though. It's way too, way too. Maybe when I was a kid. That's because they're for kids. Yeah, yeah. Tricks are for kids. <laughs> yeah. <That's right. laughs> Silly rabbit. <laughs> Um, number four. In October 1995, potatoes became the first vegetable grown where? How about the International Space Station? It's just space. Oh, space. Okay. <laughs> potatoes in space. <laughs> 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 Question number four. Before being renamed in 2005, what was the cable TV network now called ION originally called? Is it FX? 
it isn't. It's Pax. P A X. Oh, I never heard it of was that. a. Uh, I never heard of Ion either. Ion is one of those like we're gonna show uh, reruns of like Monk and Law and Order and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it was Pax, it was a little more Christian light sort of programming with some reruns in there, but everything family friendly and everything, you know. Huh. Yeah. No wonder I never heard of it. I'll watch a little Ion just for the Law and Order uh, reruns. Um, number five? Is that okay? What traditional English dish made with leftover vegetables from a roast dinner, usually potatoes and cabbage, is served as an accompaniment to a full English breakfast? Oh, when you... I was going a completely different way, and then you said an English breakfast. It's and not I, always served with a full English breakfast, right? But it usually. But is. I was thinking like other nationalities with the uh, the potatoes and the cabbage. Um, well, I'll go with my first guess. Is it succotash? No. Okay. It's something that I had not heard of before doing this today like an hour ago yeah <laughs> it's called bubble and squeak bubble and squeak have you heard of it yes i've heard of that okay they serve that around town uh, really yeah you can get that in some of the uh, english and irish restaurants okay. around do you know why it's called that uh is it some sort of cockney rhyming slang no no it's the sound it makes in the pan it's the sound that cabbage oh, makes when it's cooking very nicely done <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to end up on a quiz at some point this week. Oh, We're gonna talk yeah, about on some Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> the potatoes. Tuesday, Tuesday players, you have been warned. <laughs> uh, question number five, last one for you. Question number five. Uh, what do the Chinese capital during the Yuan Dynasty, the name of the mansion in Citizen Kane, and a 1980 movie musical starring Olivia Newton-John have in common. They're Xanadu. They are all Xanadu. <laughs> That's right. Well done. I know it from the mansion. <laughs> I know it from the musical. That was one of the first movies I ever saw in the theater. Really? That was one of those. It uh, came out in 1980, and that was the first year my parents decided... You know what? We don't have to go to the movies with you. You can go with your friends and see Ooh. a movie. I know it was very adult. So, of course, <laughs> we picked Olivia and John Xanadu. <laughs> Mostly because I was a big electrical light orchestra fan, and they did all the music in it. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. All the all the music is written by, by Jeff Lynne and those guys. So, is big, it? How is the movie? The, music, the, the movie is terrible, although... <laughs> Gene Kelly is in that movie. It's one of the last movies he ever did. Really? Yeah, and he dances in that movie, and you will fall in love. I don't know how what you feel about Gene Kelly, but I love Gene Kelly, and he's just like, he is so charming. He dances circles around Olivia Newton-John, even at what is probably in his mid-50s at that point. Just so graceful and so amazing. That was Aww. worth it to see that. And the music's great, but... Boy, oh boy, it's it's bad. It's a roller skating <laughs> muse disco movie. It's it's everything you want and more. Yes. All right. So how did you do? You got one. You got two. You got three right. 
You got three also. Tied it up. Well done. All right, everybody. That was the lightning round. some game prep right. let's do some game prep. The game prep we're gonna get you ready for your quizzes this week uh and this game prep is a little bit uh uh egotistical on my part it is my birthday or was yesterday as you're hearing this so these are all things that uh happened on my birthday or people who share my birthday of december 3rd december 3rd yes 19 19- 68. Yeah. Happy birthday, Paul. Happy birthday, Paul. (laughs) Happy birthday, me. (laughs) All right, here we go. December 3rd, 1842. Happy birthday, Charles Alfred Pillsbury. Happy birthday. He is the founder of the Pillsbury Company. Um, The Pillsbury Doughboy. Let's talk about him for a second. Uh, he was not born until 1965. His first name originally was Joseph. Really? Joseph Doughboy. Uh, but now he's better known as Poppin' Fresh. Poppin' Fresh. In the 70s, they created a family for him, including <laughs> Poppy Fresh, which I have yet to figure out if Poppy Fresh was the wife or girlfriend. They never really uh, make that clear. Then there's the uh, grandparents, Grandpopper and Grandmommer, Bun Bun the baby, Popper the son, Flapjack the dog, and Biscuit the cat. Do you know what? I'm getting a cat. Biscuit might be a good name for a cat. That's a great name for a cat. That's not bad. Little Biscuit. Biscuit. (laughs) Well, especially if you say it like that. Biscuit. (laughs) Little biscuit. You know, I hope that Poppin and Poppy were married because otherwise... Otherwise, in sin. Out of wedlock, little bun-bun. Yeah, exactly. Nothing says loving like a little bun-bun in the (laughs) oven. I can't believe they made a whole stupid Pillsbury Doughboy family. That was the 70s. The drugs were better. December 3rd. 1857. Oh, I'm very sorry about this name. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I didn't realize this was happening. Happy birthday, Joseph Korzynowski. That's just about as good as anything. (laughs) The Polish-born writer, better known as Joseph Conrad. Happy birthday, Joseph. Best known for his 1899 novel, Heart of Darkness. The most boring book I've ever read. Oh, well, tell me more about that. Which Francis Ford Coppola adapted into the 1979 movie Apocalypse Meow. <laughs> Metal Apocalypse Meow. <laughs> uh, so, boring, boring book. Talk, talk to me about the heart of darkness. I was just forced to read it in school and I hated it. Yeah. I found it very boring. Hmm. Well. 
I don't know. I don't remember that much from it because I was bored. You were you were sleeping sleeping through the heart of darkness. <laughs> I understand. It sounds like an interesting book. Yeah, you know they named him after the Pop and Fresh Pillsbury Doughboy Joseph. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. Uh, December 3rd, 1911, speaking to Francis Ford Coppola, and we were, happy birthday, Nino Rota. He is the Italian composer best known for uh, creating the music for the first two Godfather movies. What do you think about the Godfather? I like the movies. I have a story about that song. Please. So, it's... It's kind of weird and a little dark. Okay. But my family would go to a cabin in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan every summer. And it was owned by my stepdad's parents. And his mom went with us the first year that I went. And she had a birthday up there. And then that morning she she died in her bed in the cabin. Oh, wow. And she had this music box in there that played that song. And the next time I went, I had to sleep in her room, in the room where she died. And that music box started playing Ah, by itself ah. in the middle of the night. Oh, my God. (laughs) Scared (laughs) me to death. It was so scary. And it's such like a little haunting it is. song. And it, it was is. in a music box. It was it was terrible. Oh, my God. So every time I hear that song, I get a little creeped out. Well, you're going to get creeped out by this next entry then. December 3rd, 1927. Happy birthday, Andy Williams. Happy birthday, Andy. Who had a hit singing the theme from The Godfather. <laughs> Speak softly love. That's the song. As well as the theme to the movie Moon River. Yeah. So he was uh, he was singing both those songs. Uh, the thing I remember most about Andy Williams, besides watching his... Uh, he had a variety TV show when I was younger. Uh, but really what I mo- remember most about him is Nelson's love. <laughs> Andy Williams. Andy Williams! <laughs> <laughs> That is Branson, uh, Branson, yeah. Uh, that episode is so great. It's like the one where um, Millhouse goes spring break, right. yeah, and then they go and find the wig sphere. Right, right. <laughs> it's a great one. Andy Williams. Oh, we don't need to stop here. Yes, we do. My huckleberry friend. Uh, December 3rd, 1910. Happy birthday, Neon Lighting. Oh, happy birthday, Neon Lighting. Yeah, 12 years after Neon was discovered, uh, George George Claude showed two red neon tubes at the Paris Motor Show. And uh, Paris was never the same. Neon signs just sprung up everywhere hmm. in Paris. 
And uh, there's a story about when it first came to the States, uh, a car dealership in Los Angeles uh, made a neon sign. This is like early 20s. And literally traffic around it would stop as people were gawking at this sign. (laughs) I never even thought about that. Yeah, just how crazy amazing it was. Interesting. I love a good neon sign. That elephant one's pretty nice. The one that's one downtown? Yeah, the car wash one. Where there isn't actually a car wash anymore, but just a sign. Yeah, there used to be more on... 99 the old highway the uh up in seattle where all the hotels seem to have some sort of neon thing going on and mm. they've taken a lot of it down which kind of sucks because i really think that's kind of a cool look mm-hmm. december 3rd 1960 happy birthday to two actresses daryl hannah star of splash and kill bill happy birthday daryl and julian moore a 2014 Oscar winner for Still Alice. A movie that I have not seen. I don't think I've heard of it. Yeah, she won. She plays a, a woman who's been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. It's oh. a very Oscar winning sort of performance. I think she was just kind of overdue for an Oscar. She's been in a lot of really good movies. Yeah. So if you had to pick one, if one of them, you'd have to say you can't act anymore. Which one would you want to uh, continue on? Daryl Hannah or Julianne Moore? You have the power. I don't want to choose. No, it's your power. You I, don't do it. It. No, I don't want it. I don't want this just power. You the, you're going to take this power this and you'll you. like it. And you'll use it. <laughs> I'm giving the power to you. All right. I don't want it either. <laughs> December 3rd, 1994. Happy birthday to the Sony PlayStation. Released in Japan on this day, uh, it wouldn't be available in the U.S. until the next year, September of 95. Were you a PlayStation person, player? Um, I didn't have one. I had a Super Nintendo. That was uh, my thing. Yeah, most people that I knew at that era had either the Nintendo or the Segas. Yeah. And there were very few PlayStations out there. I remember the PlayStations were kind of more exotic and the games were a little rare at they that time. They seemed like the graphics were better. Yeah. Or something. Now I guess you would look at them and be like, ugh. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it all looks really, really cheesy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember playing when the choices were the Atari 2600 or something called the Intellivision, which was, I think, it was Mattel, I think, made it. And I the Intellivision was like, oh, you got to get that because all the graphics are amazing on that. And now you look back on it and it's like, you know, hey, look at these little colored squares running <laughs> yeah. around on the screen. Look at these this is exciting. eight pixels you got that, going on. I, I think that, that, that brown square is supposed to be James Bond. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> December 3rd, 1968. That's my birthday. Your actual birthday is also the birthday of Brendan Fraser. Happy birthday, Brendan. Star of The Mummy, Encino Man, and Montel Jordan. He's the star of Montel Jordan? (laughs) That's what it says. Right. Montel Jordan's the other birthday. Oh, and it's the birthday of Montel (laughs) Jordan. (laughs) 
I did not think that Montel Jordan was the name of a movie, but... Yeah, yeah. It's a great one. Best known for his hit, This Is How We Do It. Yeah. They're both exactly as old as I am. I see. Yeah. Do you have any famous people on your birthday? I mean, we'll find out when it's your birthday, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. I want to wait and find out. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, we'll discover that together. All right, everybody. That was your game prep. That was terrible. But here's what we do. <laughs> Once upon a time in 94, Montel made no money and life show was slow. And all they said was 6'8", he stood. And people thought the music that he made was good. They lived the DJ and Paul was his name. He came up to money, this is what he said. You and OG are going to make some cash. Sell a million records and we're making the All right, this is the Audio Round Challenge. Today's topics or today's themes. Boys and girls. Boys and girls. Songs with either boy or girl in the title. I'm doing the girl titles. And I think... I'm going to do boys. That means that she's doing the boys. Uh, Was this easy, hard? Was it... For me, it was hard to pare down to... Because there's so many with girl in the title. I can imagine there's not as many with boy in the title. (laughs) There are not, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So I had a, a wider range to choose from. I also... I don't know... What you're gonna know and what you're not gonna know. Well, this is always the thing with the audio rounds. Yeah. It's like this is this has become a very interesting part of the show because it is hard to figure out. I want I want you to do well, but then it's like, but I don't know what you know music wise. Yeah. So not a whole lot. Is the answer. To <laughs> well, that. we will find out. Uh, would you like to play first or second? I'll go first. All right, here we go with the audio round fun time challenge thing. <laughs> I only know this because of the Harry Potter parody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, otherwise I would not know this. Uh, that is Boyfriend by Justin Bieber. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, if it wasn't for that Harry Potter parody song round, and I do encourage anybody to look up the uh, Harry Potter uh, parody of the song Boyfriend, the video they did on YouTube. It is very funny. Uh, but, What's uh, it called? I think it's called If I Was Your Wizard. Mm. If I Was Your Wizard. Okay. They use the phrase, my hoe from Gryffindor, which <laughs> made me laugh quite a bit. <laughs> and not against Slippy Parcel Tongue. Um, <laughs> any ants, any uh, any reference to parcel tongue? I'm I'm all in for. Um, all right, here is your first song okay. with "Girl" in the title. We are experiencing operating difficulties. Please stand by. Hi, everyone. So you might be wondering why we're not playing the rest of the audio round. It's Monica's fault. It is not. All Monica did was ruin the rest of the recording. She spilled coffee on the recording and we had to throw it away. (laughs) That's how we have to throw all of our episodes away. (laughs) 
So we've been having issues with something uh, making everything kind of go fuzzy in the recordings. And unfortunately, it did that in the uh, in that last part of the audio round. So we can't bring it to you. So we are now recording this remotely. We're trying this out. I'm in Tacoma. And Monica, where are you? I'm in my apartment in Seattle. In an undisclosed location. In a bunker. <laughs> She's bunkering down. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm good. My heat went off in the middle of the night, so I woke up and I was freezing. Did you put on a sweater? I did. I had to turn off the heat in this room to uh, to record this because the heat in this in this room is very very loud. So, uh, so we'll just be a little chilly for for a moment. Um, so yeah, you're missing part of the audio round, and we're sorry about that. But uh, uh, it was a fun one. Wish you could. It have been was there. the phone <laughs> flip. Remember yeah. the phone flip. So yeah, the last one, Monica <laughs> had to choose between. It was the song "Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon." And Monica <laughs> Monica flipped her phone as a coin to choose between Neil Diamond and Tom Jones. Yeah. It came up Tom the Jones. Same person, and I was <laughs> yes, wrong, yeah. and I lost. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I I used to sing both Neil Diamond and Tom Jones songs like for a living, and yeah. I can tell you right now they're very different people. I understand that, but I'm also the same person that thought Jim and Van Morrison were the same people. So <laughs> fair, fair enough. You can understand my stance as well. I would still pay money to see Van Morrison sing some Doors. I think that would be great. Um, so, sorry about that. Hopefully we'll have this all fixed for next week's podcast. So, uh, uh, be uh, ready for that. Uh, let's go ahead and just end this off with where we host during the week, Monica. I host Tuesdays at Fitzgerald and Ballard. Wednesdays at the Bluegrass in Georgetown, and Thursdays at Pono Ranch in Ballard. And I'm Mondays at the Skylark in West Seattle. Tuesdays, I'm at the Crown Bar in Tacoma. Wednesdays, I'm at the Berliner Pub in Renton. Thursdays, at the local 907 in Renton. And you can also play this quiz Tuesdays at Bison Creek Pizza in Burien with our new host, Kat. And Thursdays at Murphy's in Wallingford with our host, Jason. And uh, all the quizzes are free to play. Most of them start 7.30, 8 o'clock. Check your local listings uh, or our website, quizfix.net. That's about as local listing as you can get for these things. Um, yeah. That's it, I think. We're just going to wrap it up here. Hopefully this worked. This is very strange to be doing this without seeing, seeing your smiley face. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> I'm going to put a little picture up of you uh, holding a cat, and then it'll, everything will be fine. That that would be hard to tell from the actual Monica. <laughs> yes, I'll be like, Monica, what are you doing here? <laughs> Should I just get like a life-size cut out of me so I can scare you sometimes? Oh, no. I don't want to. No, that's. No, we're not doing that. We haven't reached Set it up in your window. We haven't. Oh, God.
Almost like look out the window and there's Monica peeking through, dressed as <laughs> Tina from Bob's Burgers. Of course. All right. That is it for the podcast, everybody. Thanks for putting up with this ending, and we will see you or talk to you all next week. Bye. Let's get to me.